Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Hassan with another episode of the Influence Continuum. And I'm particularly excited to welcome Pam Hemphill to be my guest today. Uh, you may have heard of Pam. She's been everywhere, CNN and interviewed Newsweek. Uh, she was on Anthony Davis's weekend show that I was on and Lev Parnas is on. Uh, I'm just going to read a bit about Pam before we start. Um, I guess I'll start by just saying you were believing in Trump, went to the Capitol on January 6th with the best of intentions, got caught up in the melee there and uh, eventually got arrested, was, was charged and sentenced to two months, which you served. I believe Donald Trump messaged how terrible it was that you were found guilty. Uh, in, in any case, you came to yourself and kind of realized that, you know what, he's not a legitimate person and I should not have trusted him. I'll, I'll save it for you. I also want to say, Pam, you're a fellow cancer survivor, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I believe you said you had breast cancer. Is that Yes. Okay. And you're a retired substance abuse counselor. And um, yeah, so, I mean, you, you came to learn that the narrative you believed that was truthful was not. And now you're speaking out as a former member of the cult of Trump uh, and doing a lot of uh, Twitter spaces to stop the spin and to uh, push back against all the gaslighting and lies that the J6 defendants and, 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 and supporters are hurling at you. You've come to learn mm -hmm. the thing about mind control cults is that they're your buddies <laughs> until you question, and mm -hmm. then you're the enemy, and then they attack you. Welcome to my world uh, of leaving the Moonies. Um, and I'm so grateful to you because you're brave and you're courageous, and you will care, and you want to help other people, and which is dear to my heart, because I've been saying for years, stop calling people names and talking down to them or trying to argue with them. Be respectful, be curious, engage them warmly, ask them questions to empower them to think for themselves. But in this environment with social media, it, the AI algorithms are moving everybody just to like anger, fear, distrust, and attacking anybody who's an expert, anybody who wants to talk about liberty and justice and democracy. Um, so I'm very grateful to you. And so when I asked you, would you come on my podcast? You said, absolutely. And here we are. So um, Pam, thank you. And um, what, do, what can we say to the public, first of all, what would you like to say as an opening statement about where you are right now, how you're feeling, and what I know you've been harassed a bunch online too, and we can talk about uh, some of my thoughts and strategies for dealing with trolls. But tell, tell us where you're at right now. How are you doing? Well, thank you for having me on, Stephen. Well, I'm going to tell you, I wish I'd had your book. Mm. I'm not <laughs> I, paying first... her to hold up my book, no, people. No, no, he's not. But... <laughs> the Cult of Trump. 
That's the word that is very difficult for a lot of people to swallow. Right. And and me too, because I know a lot about cults. Um, You would think that I would have known better. I would have saw the red flags, but I did not. And I'm glad I'm talking to you today because it's like a therapy session for me. Because, uh, you know, that feeling of why didn't I see the signs? You know, they were all over me, but it's like you're blinded. I was there. I was a fanatic Mooney and people (laughs) were telling me I was brainwashed and I was in a cult and I just thought I was doing God's will and that everybody Mm. was controlled by Satan and evil. And I was doing thought stopping as well as wishful thinking. I was also sleep deprived. And I also was just, you know, my head was filled with propaganda and I had no contact with ex-members or critics who, you know, asked me good questions until my deprogramming experience, which I'll just say, I didn't want to be deprogrammed. I believed a hundred percent, but I wanted to prove to my family I wasn't brainwashed and I wasn't in a cult. (laughs) So that was the hook. Where I, I, and I said, Dad, what do you want? He said, just listen for five days with an open mind. And if you want to go back to the group, I'll drive you myself. But at least your mother and I will be able to sleep at night knowing we did the responsible thing. And he had a tear in his eye and it touched my, my authentic self that he really cares about me. Of course, I thought he was brainwashed by the communist media. Like that was my Mooney mind, (laughs) you know, on operation. But what we're now free and now we can look back and now it's so obvious there were so many things Mm. that should have uh, helped us turn on our lights of our critical thinking, etc. And that's part of the human journey, though, is realizing, you know what, you trust the wrong people, you accept lies as facts or as truth. And you can get into a rabbit hole, a literal silo of disinformation that keeps you going in it until it doesn't. And then all of a sudden, once the bubble bursts, it's like, how could I have ever believed? How could I have ever followed (laughs) Sun Myung Moon? Ooh, or Donald (laughs) Trump? Ooh, what a despicable human being, both of them. Cut from the same cloth, as I wrote in chapter three in The Cult of Trump. I compared him with Moon and Jim Jones and Hubbard of Scientology, all malignant narcissists, right? Don't follow malignant narcissists. They're all about themselves and, 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 and entitled and think they're above the law and they pathologically lie and they have no empathy, so they don't give a damn about anyone else. It's all about them, 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 them. And who wants to, who wants to follow a leader who lies to them all the time? How can you trust anything? Because the lie is, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> well, that, the, what it is, yeah. is it's a diversion saying, yeah. we're doing it for you. But mm-hmm. wait a minute, you just lied. You just said no. something <laughs> that is a lie. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. You have yeah. a responsibility of leadership to tell us the truth. And he was there on January 6th saying, come and join me up at the Capitol, right? Yeah. We're going to save I democracy. Know. Well, he lost the election. 
His own people yeah. said they lost the election. William Barr said he lost the election. Like overwhelming. 41 lawsuits he lost because the yeah. election was run fairly by Chris Krebs, his appointee. Yeah. Right? So, but mm -hmm. there's now people who are in these information silos on Telegram or Truth Social or whatever, and they can't entertain any other idea because it's too threatening to the inertia that they're propelled in. But they can change their mind. And that's what my message is, is Reach out to people you know and care about, relatives, coworkers, and yeah. be warm and, and engage them. And you don't need to start with politics. You can just talk about sports, the weather, you know, raising kids. I mean, universals. Um, and you build into a, a, a conversation back and forth of tell me how you have come to believe what you believe. And Pam, you know, I, I keep watching these media um, snippets where they go up to Trump believers and, yep, I'm in a cult. And they're like goofing on them, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I, I'm, I keep saying, why don't the people in the media learn about cult mind control and how to actually engage in a meaningful way that would actually be helpful to the, the person they're talking to and the public. And I just think it's yeah. so ignorant. And and it just seems so silly also. I keep meeting media pundits who are on CNN, MSNBC all the time. They haven't read The Cult of Trump and they use the words yeah. Cult of Trump, but they have no idea what the thesis is of my book that there are actual authoritarian cults that comprise the cult of Trump. Yeah, and in your book, you know, you talk about they find out that Trump was married and cheated on his wife and they still want him as president. I mean, it's insane, you know, all the excuses they make for him, no matter what they learn about him. Oh, well, you know, it's just the news making up lies about him. <laughs> right. Fake news is an example yeah. of what Lifton, in his 1961 book, this was the book that helped me in my deprogramming, Pam, he talked about loaded language of the Chinese communists, and he mm -hmm. referred to them as thought-terminating cliches. Yeah. Fake news. Well, it means you don't have to consider any of the information that you're yeah. hearing because it doesn't confirm your existing beliefs. Exactly. And for me, I like to learn. So I always would like to challenge my beliefs. And I tell people when whatever group that I'm talking to, convert me, please convince me, I'm open. Let's talk. Tell me how you make yeah. sense of reality. Well, let me share this with you. Please. When I, after I retired, I was out doing videotaping for people because I'd had little teeny local TV shows where I was interviewing addicts and alcoholics trying to help them. Yep. And I and I stopped that. It was just a volunteer position. And this lady heard about me. She says, can you come out and vi videotape our mega flags? That's how I got started. And then I saw a video on Facebook. It was Ammon Bundy. Mm. I didn't know much about him. 
And he was talking about the lockdowns and I thought, oh, I'm going to go videotape his meeting. So when I met him, you know, he has a Bible. And he said, I said to him, you know, I don't break the law. You guys aren't talking about going up to, because I heard he, he had stood up to the FBI or something. Oh, See, yeah, I hadn't done my, for sure. I hadn't done my, I didn't do my homework. Mm. Pe- people said, you better be careful with that guy. I said, why? He seems to be okay. But that attraction, when I said, I don't break the law, he says, neither do I. Mm. <laughs> it's like a trick. I stand up for the Constitution, and he's carrying a Bible. And they use the Bible, they use God so much yep. that you th- you're thinking, oh, this is wonderful. This is just people that want to protect our Constitution. Oh, it's so far from what they want to do. Yep, exactly. And that got me. That got me started. Yep. So that's so interesting. So I'm going to ask you a therapeutic question, if I may, since you said that this is kind of a fun thing for you to talk with me about this. So I always tell my clients, you know, now we know more, right? 2020 hindsight. So I asked the question, if you could go back in time to that first invitation, what would you say and do differently? I don't think I would have went if I had done my research. Right. So you would go back in time and you'd say, let me research this first. You'd go on the internet, you'd Google his name. And I always say, Google the name, (laughs) plus the group, plus cult, or plus brainwashing, or plus scam, or (laughs) plus crime. And, and don't just follow the first 10 hits. Go down a few more pages yeah. because the bigger cults will, will suppress through search engine optimization right. manipulation uh, facts. And they'll often put it up phony websites, making it sound like they're critical, but they're actually not. So you have to be a good consumer. But you'd go back and say, uh, so I don't do anything illegal. He says, I don't either. You're a liar. I'm out of here. Boom, in your mind. Even though you know historically what you did, now you're rewiring your own mind based on your integrity of the here and now. And when I'm talking to Trump followers, I I always like to ask them, what's your first memory of Donald Trump? Mm -hmm. And they, they have to stop and think about it. And sometimes they'll say, if they're especially if they're from the Northeast, oh, he, you know, I remember him in celebrity magazines or this or tabloids with having affairs with models while his wife's pregnant or whatever. Um, or they'd say The Apprentice, and I'd be like, so what did you think of him? Oh, I thought he was a clown. I thought he was an arrogant sob. Or I, I've, I've heard this over and over again. I'm like, so walk me through from that first assessment, what started to shift your opinion where you started to take him seriously? Yeah, actually, when my brother had called and said, you know, I don't think Trump's a perpetrator when he was saying he's going to run for president because we were raised with narcissists and perpetrators. He says, I don't see that. And I said, well, let me check him out, you know, and I'll get back with you. I said, I don't see it either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I think children that are raised with narcissists don't, you know, I think we're still trying to relive our childhood. 
but we didn't see it. But I never liked him. I didn't like him from the past, the way he had, he acted like he had all this power to fire you. And it was so fun to fire somebody. I thought, I didn't like that. Right. But but let me come back to something very significant, because you said you were raised with narcissists. And, you know, when we're kids, we don't know what's normal. We don't know what's healthy. And we assume that our childhood is like everyone else's childhood. <laughs> and no. it isn't so. And when I work with people born into unhealthy authoritarian families run by narcissists or in a religious cult, for example, there's often corporal punishment that trains obedience um, where, where the young people are not encouraged to grow up and become themselves and individuate, have their own beliefs but they're trained to be obedient and keep believing whatever their parents told them, yeah. right? So that becomes, you know, from my point of view, a, a susceptibility to narcissists because your parents were your authority figures and now someone else is an authority figure and, mm -hmm. and a lot of your childhood buttons are getting pushed unconsciously I was told in adult children of alcoholics that I was trying to relive my childhood when I get around them to find out what I did wrong. Mm. It's like I'm reliving, reliving it mm. by being around them to prove that I'm okay. And, and you can't with narcissists. It's never going to happen. No, that's not but how I, you get well. Uh, and uh, the way to, the, no. the way to re, reform your childhood in your mind is doing the following exercise. Okay, this is the second tip that I do with my clients, Pam. And I learned this from psychologist Daniel Brown, who was one of the leading experts uh, in the, uh, the pedophile case against Catholic priests on behalf of the survivors. Mm -hmm. He taught me this. And it's an attachment repair strategy where you ask the person to go back to some traumatic memory in their childhood mm -hmm. and you ask them the following question. How would you have wanted an ideal mother, an ideal father, unique to your personality, how would you wanted them to treat you instead of what ask happened? It's an exercise I ask people to do oh. to heal okay. themselves. Okay. So to give an example, I'll share the example he gave me when he was I was part of a training. He showed a video of a woman who talked about having a nightmare when she was eight and she cried out in the middle of the night and her parents yelled at her and said, shut the F up or we'll kick the S-H-I-T yeah. out of you. And so Dan said, I want you to imagine having a nightmare but your ideal mother and your ideal father, unique to your personality, are there. What would you have wanted them to say or do? And this woman started going, oh, they'd immediately come into my room. My mother would turn on the, the lamp. She'd hug me. She'd say, oh, honey, it was just a nightmare. Mommy and daddy are here for you now. My dad would sit at the base of the bed and he'd pat my leg and say, and I'm here too, honey. 
And then my yeah. mom would rock me back and forth and start to sing a lullaby while my dad goes to the kitchen and warms some milk and comes back with chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and she's doing this whole yeah. repair of a trauma. And she does this whole experience, comes out, and she still remembers that, in fact, when she was eight, her parents mistreated her. But now she's rewiring her own brain to have a healthy mother and a healthy father. Yes. Right? And if you do it over and over and over again with many different traumatic things, you build a new mother and a new father that actually mm -hmm. is supportive to you and loving and keeps you safe and keeps you giving you positive messages. And it's I, so I've healing. Oh, yeah. I've done something similar. You've heard of uh, self-parenting by Dr. Powell. Tell me more. It's, I haven't, but please say more. It's, it's, it's just where I become that parent. I treat me like the parent I never had. It's exactly <laughs> you know, the same thing, except that see, you're visualizing mm -hmm. actual scenes. Yeah, but I think coupled with that, that would be great. Yeah. Give myself chocolate cake if I want it. And sometimes I don't allow myself to have it because it's not good for the little girl. Right. Or, but sometimes she needs it too. Right. Or sometimes look, look. you give a few bites instead of the whole piece, <laughs> right? You take but, care of the needs without doing all the bad stuff. I've done a lot of therapy for my childhood. My mother actually was a psychopath. And my stepfathers, I had three of them. They were all narcissists. One went to prison for killing and molesting a five-year-old. Oh, so my I God, the, Pam. I, I have the darkest childhood you could imagine. Well, you, you've turned you, you, out marvelously from my point well, of view. You're a, a, a wonderful person. You're a good person. Uh, you care about people. Well, well, a lot of it has to do, you know, I'm in recovery. I'll have 44 years in 10 days, mm -hmm. one day at a time. Mm-hmm. From alcohol and drugs. Mm -hmm. and that program has really saved my life. If it works for you, great. It doesn't yes. work for everybody, but if it works no. for you, it's great. No. I know that a lot of people feel so relieved to know they're not the only one with this problem. And then they hear other yeah. people's stories and they're like, mine's not so bad compared to that one. And there's a yeah. certain amount of reassurance that you know yeah. there's life after abuse and trauma and yeah. and 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 drugs and alcohol uh, and such uh which is a wonderful thing so what do you most want to convey to the audience i mean i know that a lot of my well, listeners are former cult members and there's not a lot of people who've left the cult of trump who have spoken honestly as you have i know there's michael cohen there's david weissman Bacha goldberg lev parnas but there's maybe 10 that i can name what denver but there's gotta denver be Riggleman. oh denver riggleman yes thank you yeah. joe walsh was also joe a supporter walsh. of uh, donald trump and there was a good there was a good documentary called The Game Is Up that featured a bunch of ex-members of the cult of Trump. Oh. And I was in it uh, as well as a few other experts. Oh. But what we want to do is to try to make it okay to say, yep, I was wrong. Life goes on, you know, it's okay. Yep. 
It's not a it's, but you know, it's not a sin to say I, I trusted the wrong person and now I want I want freedom, I want science, I want, you know, uh, responsible leadership in politics. Well, I have a lot of support. However, you would think it'd be the J6 community that really attacking me. Oh, well, they are. But the real smear com- campaign is actually coming from the, more of the left. See, I wrote a book in 2017 on the Standing Rock protest, the Native American protest. Uh-huh. But I, ha- I had the mega cult when I wrote the book. Yep. It was factual, but I have my opinions, and I want to make amends for that of trying to get the book down. Yep. And they will not forgive me. There are some that will not forgive me what I did in the past when I was a mega a following Trump and so writing that book. So all all I can say as the therapist is you can only do what's within your control to do. You can't control other people. And if people want to attack you, they're going to attack you. I kind of wonder if they're bots or if they've been... Uh, radicalize no. themselves to go against you, but what I yeah. what I say, you know, is I've I, I did terrible things as a Mooney that I'm ashamed and embarrassed, but I'm trying to make amends. I've written books on the subject, yeah. and 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 it's you know it's been a long ye- ride right now, forty seven years. So people aren't coming after me for what I did in nineteen seventy four, five, and six. Um, fortunately, but I get attacked by the left and the right. I'm, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not left enough. I'm not right enough. And I just I keep saying I'm against authoritarianism on the left and the right. And this is about human rights for me. This is about, fascism. yeah. And, and rule of law and stopping fascism from right. usurping other people's rights women's rights, gay rights, indigenous rights, rights of children. Yes. You know, the United exactly. States hasn't signed the UN Declaration for Rights of the Child. Really? It's horrible. Marcy Hamilton's a law professor, CEO of childusa.org. Big plug for her work. She's been working to abolish statutes of limitation for child sexual abuse yeah. around the country. And she wrote a book called God Versus the Gavel, which is very interesting. And she takes the Mm. position that I believe, which is that just calling yourself a religion doesn't give you a license to lie, steal, cheat, and and harm children and keep them from medical. Religion wouldn't do that. A A religion wouldn't do that. An ethical religion (laughs) is about love and truth and helping the poor and helping the Mm. minorities and helping the weak. And lifting them up through service, not by saying I'm special, uh, I I get direct revelations, and if you don't follow me, Satan's gonna invade you and you'll be possessed. Huh? Yeah. That's called phobia indoctrination. <laughs> this is a technique of control by instilling irrational fears in people's minds. And that's part of my work is explaining, mm-hmm. hey. We have a critical thinking mind too, and we have to understand that we can be emotionally manipulated and we need to breathe and step back periodically, unplug from the internet, walk in the woods, play with puppies and cats and children and 
listen to music that's uplifting. And for those of us who are spiritual, pray, be part of a community of believers that yeah. are healthy and support yeah. you. Exactly. So um, why are you so active on spaces? What's what's your hope? Well, you know, there. I felt this urgency. It was like a, a desperate feeling <laughs> to get people away from Trump. <laughs> uh -huh. You know, uh, because there's nobody else. You know, when I found out about the lies, I mean, really found out with resources that were uh, credible. Mm-hmm that they were lying, that the yeah. J6ers were lying inside the jail and what they were saying were happening was not happening. Yeah. They were they were getting due process. I tried to help them by telling them the information and they got mad at me and that's when the smear campaign. So I thought, people need to know, I'm hearing this na narrative about January 6th, it's not true. And I wish there was another J6er with me that I could push out there and say, you go talk about it. There will be. Me. I predict. I don't like doing it. I predict there will be, but, but I've heard other interviews where you said that the Capitol Police saved your life. Absolutely. Can you tell Absol tell more about what happened that day and why you say that? Well, when I'm talking to William Dunphy, he's negotiating with the police officer, and I said, "What's going on?" And he says, "They're going to let us to the steps." And I said, "Oh, that would be great. We could all be up there at the steps." Well, he was. That's, that wasn't going to happen. But all of a sudden, they start pushing on the gates, and an officer pulls me over. So, But I'm thinking, because I took medication mm. from my surgery, mm. that they're they're pushing too fast, and that the officer, I know now, it's like, oh, my God. But I, my head was thinking the officer's helping me get in first. Mm. So I go, I go around telling everybody, come on, it's your house. But I'm i never taken pain medicine. Mm. So it affected, my mind was not. And when I realized they were not um, letting us in, they put me right back at the same spot. Mm -hmm. You know this, I wish I would have, I wish I would have told them, don't put me back. God, that drives me crazy. But they put me back and they did it again. And this time I knew they're not letting them in, they're pushing. Mm. And the same officer pulled me over again and told me to go to the captain. I went to the captain. He told me to go to the steps. I get to the steps, I can't, they pushed me down and stepped on my head, broke my glasses, wow, cut my knee. really? And then the officer, then the officer, yeah, I was, I couldn't breathe. I, I should, could have died if it wasn't for that officer pulling me up real quick. Mm. And so I owe him my life. And that's been part of my motive. See, when I could get there and give him a hug and say, you're the hero mm. and give him a gift card to Do go out Do you know the dinner, name of the officer who helped you? I have clips of them, so maybe people could help me. Uh, I have I'm the sure that there are people who could, you know, the, do you know the group, the Capital Hunters? Have you heard of that? No, but I have a lot of people doing it for me. But they're they're working on the it. The Capital Hunters were just amassing all the, the videotapes that everyone was taking of their cell phones and whatever. And when I, when I went on the internet and said, the Moonies were there, anybody you know, have any video, they scoured it and they're like, here they are. Here's Sean Moon. Yeah. Here's the bus. Here's, you know. Well, no, I have the videos, my videos uh -huh. of them. Oh. So, and, but they have masks on, but I'm sure they could be discovered. Who they, one guy said his name was Joe that helped me out of the Capitol. Wonderful people. 
Well, you know, the, I suspect they'll it, be seeing you on social media or in CNN interview. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. do a blog with this interview, and we'll add links to other interviews you've done uh, and help direct okay. people. So, if you're a capital officer who helped Pam, please contact her, <laughs> or contact me, and I'll put you in touch with Pam. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. They they were not doing anything to harm anybody. I'm telling you, it's really, it was like, I couldn't believe how professional they were. Mm. They were trying to save lives. That's all. Yeah. And, and protect the Capitol. They were you know, doing some, their job. And they weren't irritating people. Right. You know, make it worse. Mm. They were just trying to calm everybody down. And they just, yeah, I just, I cry every time I think about it. Cause yeah. They didn't, they didn't deserve that. No, they don't deserve that at all. They're heroes. And, uh, Absolutely. and anyone, including Trump, that says it was not a, a, an armed insurrection coup, again, is just lying. What did they find? 120 guns? One of the sedition hunters told me about 120, maybe more. <laughs> Well, I did an interview with a, 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 a former naval intelligence officer named James Scaminacci, who has taught me about fourth generation warfare. He actually did his doctorate in political sociology at Stanford. Yeah. And we did an interview, I think it was three months after January 6th. And he said this was a military coup. They were using a lot of the public yes. as a diversion but this was right. a very planned out, they had a scout at the top, he was pointing out everything, and yep. he, he called it a thousand percent correct. I have since learned from uh, researchers that are in my Twitter space, I mean, <laughs> these researchers, all the facts about January 6th. So mm. yeah, it was a coup, Trump Trump set it up, he was involved, they all, they all knew what they were doing, yep. and used me as a pawn, yep. and I go to prison. I go to prison. Yeah, and uh, Trump needs to be in prison, and so does all Absolutely. of the other conspirators, including the Fox people who were who were lying about it as well. And there's a yeah. lot of politicians currently in power that need to be held accountable that I believe are traitors to our Constitution. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've been screaming about this. Why aren't they in an ethical committee with their how unethical it is to be spreading Trump's lies and 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 saying that the DOJ is weaponized against us. It's all lies. Yeah. And they know it. Well, they want to destroy the United States of America and yes. do a version to us what happened with the Soviet Union, where all these, you know, uh countries yes. separated and Putin wants to bring them all back in. But Putin's been working very hard to make sure that we're polarized and that people want to have armed assault rifles to kill each other. He wouldn't allow people to have guns in his country, private citizens, no, for a second. No, no I've, yeah, I've been studying that Project 2025. Mm -hmm. All the power they want to get, the, that's frightening. Yeah. And it, it's not necessarily just to Trump, but to anybody that's president. Oh, my God. Oh, he doesn't care about Trump. In fact, Trump's a bit of a loose no. cannon for all the puppet masters. They want people who are more predictable and controllable. Exactly. 
So it's going to be very interesting this coming year up until the election. And uh, and there'll be more and more fake, uh, deep fake videos and disinformation. Mm -hmm. And people are going to need to be ever more vigilant over who are they mm -hmm. trusting for reliable information. And they they also need to unplug and not be online 10 hours a day. And they need to sleep eight hours a night so that their brain can function properly too. Well, I'm telling you, in my space, you you bring the facts with the with the receipts. Are we <laughs> and we want to know the source. Yep. So if if you really want something, know something, we got it for you. Yeah. We got it. That's... And love is coming in, love partners, and he loves it. He, he's got the got it too, you know. Yeah, no, I've been listening to Lev again, and um, he's great. And I just sent him a copy of the Cult of Trump because he hasn't read it yet. And I said, you know, welcome to the club. You know, you can read it now yeah. <laughs> and understand what, why I say it's a cult and 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 an authoritarian cult and a fascist. But he's been cult. calling it. He's been calling it a cult. Yeah, the Cult of Trump. Right. <laughs> But how can, I want what he has. He's so calm. No matter what you say to him, or even if it's a, a crazy question, he answers so calm. I don't have that. I still got a lot of this, ooh, Trump, you know, because, you know, I don't know. I got to let this go. Well, people you know, are different people. And I don't know about his background, but I do think that you need to pace yourself so you don't burn yeah. out and you don't need yeah, to do a space out. every single night, seven days a yeah. week. You can okay. do it three times a week. And, yeah. you know, and, and I think you've put out your wish, look, wish, wish list, which is I want more people who are at January 6th to come join me speaking out yeah. about the facts of That's what all. was happening. Yeah, if they come in gaslighting, we won't tolerate that because we know the gaslighting. But if they have, for an example, if they have a case and they're claiming that they're not getting due process, we could bring you the receipts to prove they are. Mm -hmm. Once I get the facts, and I get, I don't say truth because, you know, truth is everybody's truth, but it changes the mind. It made me think that's what worked for me. Right. I got the facts. Right. I agree. So with it. I agree with you. Look for facts, look for evidence, but I'm going to uh, push back a little bit and say that in my way of thinking, there is no such thing as alternative truth or alternative facts. <laughs> They're lies. Period. Oh. They're just lies. Oh, I like that. And, uh, and, and and if something is legitimate, it should stand up to scrutiny. People should be invite criticism and let's let's talk it out. So I want to shift gears, if I may, Pam, to just some strategies for how to talk to people on the internet yes. and such. Because people laugh when I say, you know, I get attacked and I'm told that I'm in the cult of Soros. Or I've been brainwashed <laughs> by the libtards and the liberal media. And I know why they're saying that. And I don't take it personally. And I just say, oh, I'm brainwashed? Fascinating. Tell me what brainwashing is, please. Oh, 
And, and then I wait because they're stunned. Now I'm asking them to teach me about brainwashing and they don't know what to say. And then I'll say, yeah. you know, when I was deprogrammed from the Moonies, the, yeah. the, the whole term brainwashing was coined dealing with the Chinese communists. Did you know that? Yes. It was yeah, called thought reform, back. but it was a translation from the Chinese of wash brain. And that's what I've been studying for 47 years. And I think that I know what it is and how to describe oh, yeah, it. And then I say to them, I'm, I'm open to being persuaded. If you're that sure of your position, walk me through it. Go back in time to when you first heard of Trump. What was your first memory? Oh, The Apprentice. What'd you think? I thought he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. interesting. I don't say, yes, he was an asshole. No, I say, <laughs> oh, interesting. So tell me how you came to start taking him seriously yeah. as an authority figure to follow. What was it? And many people will then cite the GOP debates when he was yes. goofing on everybody else, yes. and I, yes. then I say, "You're, you know, you're, you've got something there because I watched that those two, and he was masterfully manipulating words and emotions." He's good. And then I talk about neurolinguistic programming, which I wrote about in the Cult of Trump, and they're like, "What's that?" Typically. And I talk about Milton Erickson <clears throat> and process-oriented hypnosis that got uh, put into a system by Bandler and Grinder um, called NLP or Neuro Linguistic Program. And it's a way of manipulating people unconsciously through the use of gestures and, and words mm. and tonality. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, check it out. And then I may invoke Scott Adams, who, who, uh, the Delbert, who is a big Trumper, uh, and who said he was that Trump was a master hypnotist because he, he knows he did a week course in hypnosis. I've only been taking workshops in hypnosis since 1980, uh, oh. hundreds of hours with the top people in the world. But I'm like, oh, okay, Scott, so you say that Trump is a master hypnotist, say more. And he went into five, five, fifth dimension chess playing and all this other stuff. I interviewed him for the cult of Trump. So I start, and but he, once QAnon happened, then Scott tried to deprogram people from believing in QAnon, which I found mm -hmm. fascinating. And I thanked him for that because I've done a whole debunking of yeah. QAnon and, and, and an analysis of it with the bite model of authoritarian control. But what I'm trying to say is that the, the art is really education and just sharing facts, but doing it not where you're talking down to somebody, but right. where you're asking questions and engaging them okay. in a respectful way. And also, Pam, I don't respond to everyone. Mm. Like I, there are so many posts that are just baiting me to spend yes. hours interacting where they have no interest 
in the facts or changing their mind. They just want to drain me. So what I do is I say, if you're interested, I have a blog on this. Here's the link. Oh, okay. Read it, listen to the interview, and get back to me. So now they, they have to do yeah. some work. Yeah. And then sometimes like people will have the nerve to actually say they watched it when they didn't. So I ask them, what do you think about this point? And then they're like, duh, got me. <laughs> and then they go away. Right. Well, what about those those silly ones? How much are they paying you? <laughs> yeah, no, know they've been saying FBI. that I that I joined the Moonies <laughs> to make money, <laughs> and I'm like, do you understand how much money I was I am capable of making aside from this? Like, I don't charge <laughs> enough money to go through the the work that I I'm doing it as a service, and because it happened to me, and I want to help yeah. other people. But um, people think I make a fortune from selling books. And I'm like, do you know how much authors make from selling The Cult of Trump? I make a quarter or 35 cents a copy. You think I'm, yeah. making, you think I'm making millions <laughs> of dollars? Please buy a million copies. Then maybe yeah. I'll make, make yeah, some money buy. from it. Yeah, but um, so well, no, they're thinking I they're thinking I'm getting paid by the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> so I wish or somebody. <laughs> I wish no, but uh, honestly, yeah. so people are like you know the same thing with me, and I'm like I make a living as a consultant, as a counselor. I teach and I sell courses on my website. Yes, I make a living because I have employees yeah. and I want to pay my bills. Well, yeah. Guilty. <laughs> now let's move on. I'm, so some of those it, it feels like I should just ignore because they're silly, they're stupid. So give me you know? give me a few more that if you want and I'd be happy to tell you how I respond to it, but the bottom line is is that if people genuinely are trying to check me out, I have a sense that they are Am I a jerk or am I actually caring about what I talk about? And so I do oh. my best to show that I'm I'm the real deal. I don't lie. I, right. I really don't. <laughs> it's just no, like life's either. too complex. Yes. Anyway, but I want people to trust me. So I, I will say I don't yeah. know or I'd rather not answer if I do know and I don't want to tell somebody something. I'll just say I choose not to answer at this time. Well, and they they they've accused me of being racist. <laughs> so people accuse me of being racist, and they accuse me of being a, an Arab, which I'm not, and then they <laughs> accuse me of being a Jew, which I am. I'm guilty Jewish. I don't like Netanyahu's policies. I hate what's happening with the ultra extremist right. It's it's a tragedy of human rights. My rabbi of my temple is a woman who's ordained as a conservative rabbi, and the, the Jewish extremists don't recognize her as a legitimate rabbi. Is it similar to what they want to do here, the uh, Project 2025, the same thing? Get, so, give them more power? So um, I'm not sure what... Project 2025 is, but I can tell you that the Christian right, who have a very distorted view of Jesus and the New right. Testament, 
are trying to impose their version of Christian nationalism or dominionism, oh, right? Seven Mountain Dominionism on the rest of the oh. country, many of whom don't believe or they're minorities or they have other faith traditions, but right. they want to impose it and make everybody yeah. think that that's the only true way. And it's just, right. it's not, it's a cult. Yeah. It's yeah. an authoritarian cult. So what are some other things that people have said to you that you that that you have wondered what else can I say back to them? Well, you know, a lot of it is just things like that that it it's just that feeling of why do they hate me so much? I mean, all I'm doing, you would think you'd be happy that I left the Trump cult, you know. Uh, but the other side, the J6 side is that I'm a traitor and uh, right. I'm I'm the one that's going to be a part of destroying this nation. Right. God, I got so much power. Yeah, it's projection onto you of what they're doing. It's more dealing with the feelings because I'm not lying to nobody. I have no need. Or, I'm on probation. I better not. Right. <laughs> but it, I'm just kidding. It's not in me. But what's all this anger about? Why? It's like I'm the target. They should be mad at Trump, not me. Exactly. Well, you know exactly so just, don't take it personally is my I'm best I'm taking it personal so what can i say to you to to encourage you to put up a barrier an invisible force field you know star trek you know yeah. put the put the uh shields up scotty um <laughs> and they can hit they can fire things at you and it bounces off and it's like just understanding that this is part of fourth generation warfare. They yeah. want to attack anybody that is in the in the target range. And I always well, the other technique I want to share that's really important is I with with MAGA folks, I always want to talk about Chinese communist brainwashing or pimps and traffickers and how they use behavior, information, thought, and emotional control to recruit, groom, and indoctrinate slaves, especially children. Mm -hmm. And I have the, 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 the credentials that I've actually helped to create a process to help sex trafficking survivors understand oh. pimp mind control. It's called Ending the Game, thanks to mm -hmm. Rachel Thomas and Kadisa Phelps. Um, it's a 10-session program. And um, and plus Paul Chang, who's a, a regional uh, coordinator for the Department of Labor on labor trafficking, loves my work. So I have oh. both credentials in sex trafficking, fighting sex trafficking, and labor trafficking, and they love my mm. work. And I'm against Chinese communist brainwashing. So how are they wow. going to attack me and say, you know, you're bad for criticizing Chinese communist brainwashing or I'm bad for for outing the, the how traffickers control people? Yeah. Right. So and I keep just trying to give the message over and over again. I just interviewed the son of William Pierce who authored the Turner Diaries, which is the the novel that all these white supremacist neo-Nazis use 
to do violent mm. overthrow of the United States government. His son did an interview and talked about how, how brutal he yeah. was, his father was, how mean and authoritarian, yeah. and how he spent his life getting away from those beliefs and mm. dedicating his life to orphanages to help uh, children. In, in, and he was yeah. he's wonderful. You should listen to the interview. He's a great role model, I think, too, that says, hey, I got out, too, and life yeah. is worth living, and now we can do something, you know, and have a bigger footprint, uh, if you will, to help more exactly. people than me, maybe we had before. Exactly. Well, you know, they, you, the Democrats were communists, and you're taking over the nation, right? I, I am not a communist. I'm against communism is what <laughs> no. I say to them. No, And I've the been voting Democratic. So what do we do with that? No, but they believe that. Well, they, they, believe they lump things into black and white, all or nothing, yes, good versus evil, us versus them. But when I right. say to them, you know, you're talking in a very simple binary and I'm against left-wing authoritarianism and right-wing. I'm against cancel mm -hmm. culture on the left and I'm against cancel culture on the right. Yeah. So how are you going to put me in a box and just say exactly. that I'm against <laughs> freedom and human rights and dignity and the right to choose? Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting but then I also say to them, you know, I've been largely censored by the mainstream media. You <laughs> have? I'm like, how many times have you seen me on TV with the cult of Trump over four years since the book came out? Really? I used to be on TV all the time. I bet they're going to be bringing you. I don't, I don't, I'm not I, holding I, my so, breath. I'm really well, not. I, I sent you a leak. That somebody was talking about the cult of Trump. You got to watch it. I said it to you. Yeah, yeah but they'll talk more. about the cult of Trump, but have the expert on cults who can actually explain to the public. No, well, we need you out there. They but, need to know. Right. But then <laughs> the question is, is it the bosses who own the corporate media? Yeah. Is it, or is it just plain ignorance of every single media personality? I find that very hard to believe. You know what it is? When I thought of cult, I thought of a religion. I could never wrap my head around a president being a cult leader. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, of course. But that's an error because Lyndon LaRouche, yeah. who ran for president of the United States eight times, went to jail for defrauding the elderly, in fact, was a political yeah. cult leader. And he was under uh, Russian sway and was pals with Roger yeah. Stone. But oh. Lyndon LaRouche was running a political cult for decades, putting out disinformation. And, and a lot of people don't think about multi-level marketing groups being cults, or they don't think yeah. about therapy as a cult, where the exactly. therapist keeps people dependent on them. Yes. And never, they yes. never graduate, or these boot camp yeah. cults where they, they strip you down and want you to stay forever. Uh, volunteering for them, um, and the so the and then there are cults of personality. One person dominating another person, isolating them, making them completely dependent. And the the United Kingdom yeah. has passed a law called coercive control about men controlling mm. women that way. Uh, 
So at least wow. they're they're an inching in the right direction, not as oh, a robust uh, a model as I'm proposing in my doctoral dissertation, which by the way is on my website. Oh, wonderful. You know what I could hear them saying though? Well, even if it is a cult, at least he's leading a nation in the right direction. You well, know, they just come up with something. Right. So as a Mooney, I, you know, when the Moonies were being called a cult, I'm like, I'm in the Moonies and I love it. And I'm in, <laughs> of course, we're being right. brainwashed. Our minds are dirty and we would be smiling <laughs> and happy. And so that's why just calling names is not enough. You have to get to the person mm. And engage the okay. real person and help okay. them to understand that they can have choices outside of this filter that is in their head of what they yeah. think is the truth. And and the fear of realizing, you know what, I don't believe that anymore. At a certain point, you just don't care. You just say, screw yeah. it. I can't live with myself if I know it's a if it's BS. And I continue right. to do it. And as soon as the bubble burst for me and I realized Moon was a liar, and if he's a liar, then he couldn't be the sinless Messiah. And if he's a liar, he couldn't be a representative of God. Then why am I recruiting people to follow him blindly? Yeah. Once that happened, I could never go yeah. back. I just couldn't. Exactly. It's like I, yeah. I respect myself too much. I'd yes. rather I'd rather be digging ditches for the rest of my life than be a leader of the world of a fascist, you know, theocracy where people well, are being you, killed. I want you to know people have gotten back with me on your book. I'm not I am pushing your book. But I want you to know this because you're helping a lot of families. There are a lot of families that are hurting because their family won't talk to them anymore. And I recommend your book. They've come back with me and saying that is helping me. They're looking forward to you being on a space someday. Oh, that's great. Well, we're going to do a spaces, and I'll probably do yeah. a bunch of them. But what so, I don't recommend is if people are hardcore MAGA people, I don't recommend you give them the cult of Trump. I no. recommend they read it first and then right. educate themselves. Come to freedomofmind.com. Read my Ask Me Anything for QAnon and how to talk to okay. a Trump person yeah. and build rapport and trust. And ultimately I recommend make a deal with them and say, listen, I love you. I respect you. I want you as part of my life. Please accept my apology. If I hurt your feelings or said anything, or cause I blocked you on social media or didn't come to Thanksgiving or your birthday for years, forgive me. Let's start over. And let's pursue an active dialogue where you share something that was important to you to contribute to where you're at right now. We will watch it together or listen to it together and discuss it. And then it'll be my turn to share something important to me. And I'd like you to listen to it and we'll talk about it. And we'll go back mm. and forth because all that matters is what is true and, and in the end, we can get to the bottom of what's actually factual. I love that. One other quick question. Sure. I don't know how much time we have left. People wanted me to ask you, there's a lot of people that have all these lies about me. They want to put me in a space 
and have these people come in and attack, not attack me, but Pam, how about this? Pam, how about that? You know, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I, I feel don't like. Don't do it. I, it's you don't like, need what am to. I gonna, and besides, the best thing that that is having supporters who understand defend you. So when people are attacking me and people who have know my work come to my defense and say, no, Steve is a good guy. I've read his books. You really should read it too. It's much more effective than me trying to say, no, 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 I'm a good guy. You yeah. Know, it trust just, me. Just, it doesn't well, those, work as well. They've said, I don't even have cancer. What am I supposed to do? Prove that too? I mean, how far do you go? You know? Well, you can say, you know, <laughs> Trump said that Obama wasn't an American citizen, and then <laughs> they got a certified birth certificate, but that wasn't accepted, even though it was an official right. document. So right. whatever I produce, if it's an official letter from my, my oncologist, which I'm sure you could get yeah, uh, I easily, uh, as I could, um, but will you accept it or will you then say it's faked? And it's <laughs> like, at what point does, I mean, seriously, you want me to show you the, the picture of me when I lost all my hair from the chemo? I can share that yeah. picture. I don't mind. Jamie Raskin's <laughs> hair is starting to come, come back. He had uh, well, lymphoma too and had chemo. Well, actually, the, the FBI arrested me my last day of my radiation. Boy. <laughs> so they have a, they have a picture of me. <laughs> so there you go. So it's it's like, you know what? Life's short. Yeah. Is this really how you want to spend your time? And you're 70, I'm 69. It's like, you know what? Yeah. We paid our dues. <laughs> yeah. Give us a little slack. We're doing yeah, the best sorry. that we can. Yeah. We're good people. We care about others. And hopefully more people will come and support you, Pam, so you don't need to defend yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you can decide, I don't want to go to the spaces and be attacked. No. Because who wants to be abused? That's a, yeah, it's, answer. A, it's a form of abuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. They want me to answer questions. If they say I'm racist, how do, how do I prove I'm not? I mean, I got a black sponsor, but that doesn't matter to them. It's like yes. they don't care. Well, like so don't react to the word and just say, I'm for human rights, all people's human rights. I'm for okay. women's rights, gay rights, minority well, rights, children's true. rights. Yeah. And yeah. I like to invoke the United Nations Universal Declaration for Human Rights and ask people oh. to read it. Oh, I like that. Because that's what my whole work is based on, is, is the universal human rights. And I interviewed an expert yeah. on, on guns. He has a nonprofit action on guns. And he wrote an article in a law journal saying, I have a right not to be shot. Yes. And I, I have like a I'd... right to protect my children from being shot. Yes. You have a right to carry a gun, but I have a right not to be shot. And there are very clear guidelines that we have way too many guns, especially assault rifles, no background checks required by private gun sellers. There's so many things that need to be put into yeah. legislation. And yeah. I did put the NRA as part of the cult of Trump. Because yeah. at the time I wrote the book, there were 5 million people 
who are just like, guns, guns, guns. I need well, more. You, you have to have a driver's license to drive a car, proof you know what you're doing. Exactly. Why not a gun? Doesn't make sense. Thousand percent. So, Pam Hemphill, thank you for being <laughs> you. I'm very Thank grateful you. to you, and I I do appreciate you, your honesty, oh, your courage, you. and I do want to invite more people who may listen to this, who may get curious to want to find out more. What is this mind control? How do I reality test? Mm -hmm. And ask questions, mm -hmm. and just know that you can change your mind, and it's okay. It's it. Human beings need to learn and grow. I can change my mind. It's okay. I can and, change and, my mind and, and follow truth and, and facts. And this, and this is the only way I can make amends. I can't change what I, January 6th. Yep. And as far as, um, you know, the people attacking you about what you had written previously, I do recommend, and anyone listening... Uh, help Pam get a website and she can write. I wrote this book. This was my mindset. I now don't agree with it. <laughs> okay. I believe in human rights. And, and then if people bring it up, you say, go to this URL. Here's my statement on the book. There you go. Perfect. You know? Perfect. You know? We'll work on that. And okay. then write a book about January 6th and all of this. No, I can't write. I can't write. I'm not a writer. You'll find a ghostwriter and find an <laughs> yeah, agent. I'd love yeah. to I'd love to well, see if you write. I, well, if all the money could go to the Capitol Police. I love that. That's that's a really wonderful I'm not, thing. I'm not making money from January 6th, personally. Good. Good but if I, if somebody wants to help me and that money has to go to the Capitol Police. Great. Period. Black and white. Great. I yeah. love it. Thank you again. We're going to wrap yeah, up. Thank you. See you later. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. That's it for today's episode of The Influence Continuum. I've been your host, Dr. Stephen Hassan. Theme music for the podcast is by Nasser Malik. To keep up to date with me and happenings that I think are important, please visit my website at freedomofmind.com. There you'll find in-depth articles about cults, mind control, and other relevant topics. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at cultexpert. If you want to develop a comprehensive understanding of these topics, I highly recommend my books, Combating Cult Mind Control, Freedom of Mind, and The Cult of Trump in that order. These books are a culmination of 45 plus years of experience and will really help you grasp the complex web of undue influence. I have also launched a new nine-hour online course for anyone interested in a deep dive into issues related to recovering from undue influence in all forms. While this course is designed for clinicians, everyone can benefit. If you're a former member, I congratulate you for your bravery and invite you to use the hashtag IGotOut and join our online community at IGotOut.org. Remember, love is stronger than mind control. And thanks for listening.